Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Fitness Podcast. Topics on youth fitness with a focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin Family, the developers of the Brand X Method, and the Athlete Coach Network. Youth need great coaches now more than ever. Brand X has dedicated themselves to doing what is best for kids for over two decades and now offers mentoring, education, programming, and resources in one smart package to empower coaches to efficiently deliver world-class youth programs. Check out their plug and play options and join the Brand X family today. You plus Brand X equals youth program success. We're here for another youth fitness podcast, and we're here with Amato Mazakis, an amazing young CrossFit competitor. We're excited to have him on the on the podcast. Uh, let me give uh, you guys a little bit of background uh, on Amato. You know, I'm lucky enough to have uh, coached Amato now for um, the better part of four years. Amato was uh, one of very few teenage athletes to accomplish the feat of qualifying for the CrossFit Games all four years of his uh, teenage years as a competitor. So he qualified both years for the 14-15 category and both years for the 16-17. Unfortunately, in the last two years, he wasn't able to compete at the CrossFit Games due to uh, visa and COVID-related issues. But the last time that Amato competed at the CrossFit Games, he actually ended up in a tie for first place um, as the fittest teenager in the 14 and 15 category in the world. So quite a, uh, quite a resume that Amato has. So we're, we're happy to have you on the podcast and happy to be talking to you. So first thing I wanted to kind of kick off with is tell us a little bit about how you started training in CrossFit and maybe a little bit about your life growing up. Okay, I started doing CrossFit like at my 12 or 11 years old, uh, just because, I don't know, I was fat and my mom was training <laughs> there in the gym. And I just like the gymnastics and all that type of movements. So I just start. I, I remember uh, the pegboard was like that was that year there they introduced the pegboard and the coach of the gym just said me to if i can climb the pegboard complete uh i can start doing crossfit so i just climbed it so easy like two times in a row so <laughs> i started <laughs> yeah i bet i bet he he thought that uh it was going to take you a little longer to be able to yeah <laughs> to yeah for it. sure <laughs> yeah that's that's a good uh, example of know your audience yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so tell me a little bit about growing up i know obviously you grew up in in venezuela tell me a little bit about you know your childhood before you actually found crossfit and maybe your sports history before that my my what Sorry. yeah so so uh, your your childhood growing growing up in Venezuela, and and a little bit about uh, what you did before you did CrossFit. I know you said you were a little little overweight before uh, before CrossFit, which was good that you found it at the time you did. But um, tell us a little bit about 
about your childhood? Yeah, before CrossFit, I did a lot of, of sports. I, I was fat because I just ate too much, but I was uh, <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like a kid who played running or biking too much, just ate too much too. But I did football, <laughs> soccer, like basketball. Before CrossFit, uh, I started doing uh, gymnastics, like pull-ups and uh, all that. So I was a little bit fit for do the pegboard, for example. So that was <laughs> yeah. the, the things easy for me. Yeah, the start. So, you know, obviously you started at, at uh, 12 years old, which is, you know, it's, it's funny that you say you started at 12 years old. That's actually when I, when I started training as well. And, uh, you know, over, over time, obviously, this became something that, you know, went from training for you to, you know, probably the number one goal in your, your life, you know, and, the, and your, yeah. your focus. So tell me a little bit about how that, that process was, you know, going from, hey, I'm just going to do this CrossFit class because it looks fun to, you know, every day is now dedicated to being the fittest man on, on earth. I didn't do class, like, never, I never do the, the class. I just start uh, training with the friends, with some, like, five friends. And they had, like, month uh, training, so they introduced me to the sport. And when I was doing, like, two months in CrossFit, just the coach said me, like, oh, you want to see this competition, CrossFit Games? And I, <laughs> I just... Uh, like focus all my mind and all my energy in that and i don't know that was like easy because i really wanted to compete there so it was a fun process to get there uh the first year and like uh to the second year was more focused because i realized realized uh, that was like I was able to compete there, but I want more. Like I want to win, so I knew I have to focus in the food, focus sleeping, focusing everything to get there. Tell me a little bit about the training that that went into the first year and how that changed when you realized, hey. You know, I'm good enough to make it on talent, but if I want to win, what did you what did you do differently that year between you know the the year where you got there and then the year where you 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 know you legitimately tied for first place at the CrossFit Games? About the the training, right? Yeah, yeah. What um, what changed in training? My programming before CrossFit Games uh, was like crazy. Just I did like Invictus with some, comp uh, I did like five programming at the same time, just a little <laughs> bit of, of everything because I didn't have like a coach in that moment, like a pro, like you. <laughs> so yeah. I, I was doing like crazy training. So I don't know how I get to CrossFit Games with that crazy training, but. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> <laughs> yeah and then 
Yeah. <laughs> Talent. Yeah. That, that would be one, <laughs> one, one thing. I have a question for you, Amato. What are, what are the biggest holes you found in your, in your, uh, in your fitness so that it's related to competition and how, how have you gone about um, addressing that and trying to, trying to shore up those, those weaknesses? My weakness, like better things. <laughs> yeah. How, how have you, how have you trained like specifically, how have you trained to focus on weak, weak areas and, and how are you, how are you training now to get better at the things that you're weak at? I think that's a question for you more than for me, but <laughs> I try when, when I see a work uh, where I know I'm not really good in that, I just focus all the, like, for example, I have five uh, things in my training. I put that first for spend all my energy in that. And then I can do my better things. So I get better more in my weaknesses. I think so. <laughs> yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I think uh, speaking from a coaching perspective, the, the weak areas have changed over time, right? So when we, when we first started working together, you were already relatively strong um, for your age, right? And you were relatively good at gymnastics. So our focus when you and I first started working together was conditioning. And it was almost yeah. fully on conditioning. And then as we've gone now from the teenage category to the men's category, you're still good at the gymnastics and your conditioning was on par with most people. But what we needed to get better at was strength. So we spent an entire year getting bigger, which hurt your gymnastics and conditioning. And then we spent, then we spent a year getting everything well-rounded again. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now is we're trying to kind of get everything 5% better before next year. Exactly. Yeah. Well, how has the mental game changed? Mental, the, the Connor, maybe you can. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. 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 Like, so I, I actually would like you to talk about a little bit about the, the mental game going into 2020 and 2021 and how hard that was to miss the CrossFit games for issues that, that weren't about you qualifying. And then kind of maybe a little bit about last year, where your head was at, and then where it's at now. In 2020 and 2021, my mental was, like, weak, I think so, uh, because I didn't like the thing that I couldn't go to CrossFit Games because first year I couldn't go was, like, okay, it's just one year, just... I know 2020 is not my best year because I was 16, but I want to crush it in uh, 2021. And then in 2021, I couldn't go one more time. And that was like mm, so bad for my mind, so, so bad for my mental game. And that took me like a year or a little bit less for recover of that. I just need, needed to rest a little bit. Not so much in my physical training just in my mind just like training for fun and not for for compete but right now like i'm really focused on where i want to be 
And obviously the, the goal right now is, is semifinals. And I think we are really close to that. But in the last quarterfinals, we was 27 spot from qualifier. So I think that's nothing. And next year we can do it for sure. I think that's nothing. What about the mental game within workouts? In everyday workouts? So in in a workout, you're approaching a workout for a competition or for uh, to qualify for a competition. You know, one of the things I think with teen athletes is uh, it's hard to necessarily have that, uh, that, that focus to win. I'm going to overcome whatever whatever comes my way, and I think it's it's a growing process from being a young teenager to being a young adult to learn to uh, to to focus and and fight through the pain and to accept uh, maybe a, a a not as great a win or not a great not as great a place in one one workout and come back mentally stronger for the next workout. I think those things are hard for young people to learn. So, and I know that you have really moved the, the needle in that area over the course of the last four or five years. So what do you, like, what do you do? What are you doing to help yourself in that area? In which area? <laughs> Mental fortitude and, and strength. We call, um, we call it ter- Terminator face, Amato. Okay. How about the Terminator face? <laughs> Going to meet uh, work in that, like in the Terminator face, uh, because uh, when my mind was weak or I was getting out of that, like mm, the pain in, in every workout was killing me. But after that work, uh, it's just like I enjoy the the pain in every workout. Maybe not so much in the interval bikes, but <laughs> in everything, everything <laughs> I, I enjoy that that pain because I know that pain is getting me where I want to be. So. That's good. Yep. I, I think, uh, you know, speaking to, to that, you know, the, the workout that sticks out to me in my mind is the, the first workout you did at, at my house when you came and stayed. When you did, I programmed 100, 100 pounds deep ball cleans over the shoulder. And uh, you would have thought that a motto at the time was a, uh, was a trained Shakespearean actor because <laughs> <laughs> the drama was palpable. <laughs> but can you uh, can you speak maybe maybe a little bit to you know after we kind of talked about it and we we dissected okay hey you know this these are some tactics that you can use when you're training this is how you can approach training you know you you came back and I think. Well, in only two weeks, you were like eight minutes faster on that workout. Can you speak about, can you speak a little bit to what what things helped you get better scores on workouts like that? First thing, I was not in drama, okay? <laughs> 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 that was not like that. But <laughs> I think in, in that type of workout, uh, the... I think the mental uh, game changed uh, a lot and that improved of a lot of minutes was not me getting better physic like in the body, just more in, in mind, like getting uh, stronger in mind in, and stay focused on just reps and, and rest after workout and not in the workout. 
Yep. How, yep. how, how did that uh, play out for you in your recent competition uh, with the crown? Why can you repeat? Sorry. She was oh. asking about the, the crown, the crown competition and how that, how that played out. What is played out? Tell, uh, tell, us, how did, tell, us, how, tell us about the crown competition. Like, how did you um, feel that? What was it like? It was a really good competition because, I don't know, it was really fun. And same time as I was competing with uh, awesome athletes. Uh, right now, I think two of the five guys are competing in, in semifinals. Uh, one in Europe or, yeah, one in Europe and one in Asia or there. So they was really good athletes, and that was really fun. And every day I was, like, I shared my room with one of those athletes, and they was really good, like, awesome people, and I enjoy with them with sharing the pool. And it was not a, a, normal, a normal competition. It was a really fun competition. How's the pool going, Amato? <laughs> one one of the workouts in the double unders workout like with the rack, rack rope we bet and the guy who got last me <laughs> have to jump in the pool in the cold pool just after workout with all clothes and everything yeah <laughs> i lost that that workout <laughs> A little, a little more uh, summer camp, but maybe for uh, for us on swimming. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's there's one little piece too that I think is an amazing story, which speaks to your determination. You know, we we're talking about mental game, but I I was really impressed with your determination to try and get to get to the games when you had that invitation during COVID. And, and how you basically traveled around the world to get there and got blocked at the last minute. Can you, can you tell us maybe in your words, that story of what happened? I, I know you went to at least three countries and just got blocked. Yeah, it was more than three countries. I started uh, from here, then to London. And then in London, I had like mm, 12 hours lost because my next flight was going to US. But in London, said me like, no, I can, you cannot travel to US, you know, for the problems in that moment. So after that, uh, police helped me to get back to Spain. And then we... Claudio, Connor, and me, we did a crazy flight to El Salvador. Uh, so the plan was from El Salvador to U.S. because in that moment, you can travel from Latino America from there to U.S., but you cannot travel from uh from Europe to directly to to US, to US. So yeah, that was a crazy flights in around the world for get to the CrossFit Games. But finally, we didn't make it. After that, we, I, I I went to Re, Re, Dominican Republic 
uh, I wait the 14 days for COVID and then go to uh, corner house to train. I think that was the, the time when I did the the 100 people cleans. Yep. <laughs> yeah. For context, you had been traveling a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I what a stunning amount of determination that you tried so hard to get there and it was just the circumstance of the world that that blocked you at each step. I I I was impressed by that Amato. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. What's what's good though and this is something that I think I think is very uh clear to you know, me obviously having coached Amato for as long as, as I have now is, is while that, you know, disappointment was uh, a big disappointment, right? It, it's, it's hard for you to have had to go through that. We both know that that's not where the story ends, right? Like you're now going to go to semifinals next year. We're going to get our experience in semifinals. And I fully believe that in two years, so not next year, but the year after, go back to the games as an individual and be ready to compete uh, among the top athletes in the, in the world. So, yep. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about, you know, obviously you've been kind of going back and forth to, you know, the U S to, to my house staying for training camps for three months and then going back to Spain. Tell us a little bit about, you know, where you see, you know, yourself being in, in a year, do you, you know, I know, you know, we've talked a lot about you coming and permanently coming to the U S where are you at with that process? Yeah. I've been going to corner house like two times, uh, for three months for training and enjoy with them <laughs> because they, they are like my second family. And right now we are uh, working in the visa for travel there, but the next time just stay there and do a live in the U.S. Right now we are in the, what is the name of the guy who processed the legal things? Yeah, so like the immigration immigration. Uh, yeah, we, we are talking with immigration and everything, but like I, I have to pay something i'm talking with my dad and just waiting for that maybe in a year maybe in some month i can be there maybe next time i get to us just three months one more time and next time uh i can stay but uh we are in that right now yeah and and you know kind of speaking to to that i know that the goal is you know, for you to be able to be in the U.S. so that you can, you know, work on having, you can have more access to some of the top athletes here to train with, as well as building a, you know, potential career around CrossFit, you know, and also going to school for, you know, physical therapy as well, because I know that that's something that you're very interested in. Yeah, uh, I know so much, like some athletes that live there, they are not from U.S. and they live there and they train like, oh, I'm going to train with, with Olsen this Saturday, like normal things. And that would be awesome. I think that will be do a, a change because I know I can like learn 
from that type of athlete. So that would be awesome to do it. Yeah. Mono, what motivates you the most? What is the thing that keeps you in the mind, that keeps you focused, that keeps you going, pushing forward? I think win the CrossFit Games because when I like when I do something, I like to be the best in that. So my goal never is just qualify to semifinals or just qualify to games. My goal is always win the CrossFit Games or win the win the semifinals. For example, semifinals is just a step. Uh, that gonna get me to cross the games and then it's like step by step but the final goal is win the cross the games yeah and you know i know obviously you're motivated by that and that is an awesome awesome thing i think one thing i remember you writing about was uh when when we very first started working together i remember you writing how motivated you are to to get back to your family that supported you as well. Yeah. You speak to that too. And what what would winning the CrossFit Games do for you to be able to give back to your family? I really want to buy a house to my mom because we don't live in a like a boy house, and I want to do that if I really win the CrossFit Games. And they really support me all these years, and I think the best uh, way to give that back to them is uh, make them uh, proud. And I don't know, <laughs> a house would be a really good, yeah. uh, <laughs> a little bit present, a bit present. Yeah, and, and, I can tell, and I can tell you uh, from experience and talking with your mom and, and knowing how much she supported you, I can tell you without a doubt, you've already made her proud because um, she says it every time she talks <laughs> talks to me <laughs> about you. Sometimes she says, you know, hey, can you help Pomato with XYZ? But most of the time, it's how proud she is of, uh, of an accomplishment that you've, that you've done or how hard you're working. And so I know that she, she yeah, looks at that very, my- very... Well, my so. mom is always support me like it, she cook all like every day she cook all my food for my five or six food every day and she's always like paying attention in what I need or what if I train if I didn't train if I am sick uh what I need like everything she's always there so she's awesome <laughs> that's awesome I love that family <laughs> Family is always first for us. Family's king. Yeah, that's that's the deal. Well, thank you, Amato, for spending time with us to today. You. And we have tons more questions, but no more time. So we can do this again. Yeah, I think sure. we can do this again. Can can you give us one quick last thing? Because I want to leave on this high note. What was your most recent PR that you were really proud of? PR that I'm really proud. I think my snatch and my bench press, both of them, I love it. <laughs> because <laughs> I think both of them are really good weights. In snatch, I have like 265. 
bench press, I have 315 by two. So I really like them, those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like those too Fantastic. as your coach. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, you. I was going to, I was going to add, I was going to add one, one to that list of the, the 315 by eight uh, good mornings that you did. And I was like, what? I had, I had asked him to build to a heavy set of eight on good mornings, which I was assuming was going to be something like 150. And then he, he sends me a video of 315 pounds for eight on good mornings. And he's like, probably could have done more. I was like, yeah, okay. Today I did uh, good morning. And I, I don't know if you or Keegan, you put medium and I did, 242 because you know you put medium so i did a medium weight <laughs> you did. Yeah. that's well, fantastic that's another youth fit with this podcast yes. and we'll see you next time thank you Mara. thank you welcome to the athlete coach network a new connection based training platform that breaks down regional barriers and connects coaches and athletes anytime anywhere you're an athlete and love to push yourself Who's guiding you? As an athlete, you can filter and search our library to find the perfect coach or sign up for a membership to get video feedback and comments from our coaches all over the world. As a coach, you can set up your profile and advertise your credentials, set your own price for video reviews or direct messaging to ensure your rates reflects the value of your time. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network and welcome to the future of sports coaching. That was the Youth Fitness Podcast, topics on youth fitness with focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand X Method and the Athlete Coach Network. We hope you guys enjoyed that episode and you listen for more.